Welcome to the Hail to the District podcast with your host, Rajan Nanavati. What's up, everyone? It's Rajan from the Hail to the District podcast. Um, after today's loss to the New York Giants, I didn't even feel like roping Pat into a podcast because I don't know what's the point of talking about this godforsaken team. Uh, it's days like today where you seriously wonder why you root for a team like the Washington Commanders when they find new and inventive ways to do the same shit every single week over and over and somehow make their opposing team, or somehow always be the panacea to the opposing team. Again against the New York Giants, a team that hadn't scored an offensive touchdown since mid-September, was was it week three, something to that effect? We lose the game 14-7 to in a game that was pretty much much more, that was much more lopsided, or at least fairly more lopsided than the final score would indicate. But I think the main thing is, and I've tried to be measured in my thoughts about this, because I firmly believe that firing everyone isn't always the answer because the grass isn't always greener on the other side of the fence. But at this point in time, it's these are this is one of those games where it really cements the idea that the current coaching staff that we have right now, I'm talking about Ron Rivera, I'm talking about Jack Del Rio, of course, and frankly, I'm even talking about Eric Bieniemy at this point, all seven games or whatever it is into his tenure. This coaching staff has run its course. It's done. They're dead men walking. I am kind of with Pat, I think, at some level that there's no harm in ripping the Band-Aid off now vis-a-vis just firing everyone and going from a clean slate. Because at this point, what do you have to lose? They're three and four. They've lost lopsided or fairly one-sided or substantially one-sided games, I should say, to two of the worst teams in the league in the Chicago Bears a couple of weeks ago, obviously. That game is going to be burned into my memory for a long time because I made the idiotic mistake of paying $150 to go to that fucking shit show. And then, of course, against today's, today's loss against the Giants. And as a quick aside, I'm sure nobody cares really besides me, but as I've said over and over again, growing up as someone, growing up as a Washington Redskins fan for literally my entire life, I've always, it's been ingrained in me that you hate two teams, whoever Washington is playing and and the Dallas Cowboys, or I should say you root for two teams, you root for Washington and you root whoever's playing against the Dallas Cowboys and that you hate the Cowboys as much as one can hate anybody, anything else. But as my friends know and people who've talked to me know, I actually hate the Giants more, and I don't know. Well, I know what it is, and I'm not going to go down that road. I kind of weirdly respect the Cowboys because at least they're somewhat well run as of late over the last, I don't know, 10 years or so. Granted, they haven't achieved anything of substance, but at least they've put together respectable teams. I think the Giants are just continuing to be this motley crew of garbage players and overrated uh, big name assets that really don't amount to shit, Saquon Barkley. And yet they still find ways to own us year after years, year after year. I have a few family members who are Giants fans because they grew up in the tri-state area, and they'll openly say they're like, "I don't hate, the, I don't hate you guys in Washington because I know all you are, are two wins on our schedule." And it's so sad to say that that that's what opposing teams think of us. But I mean, at the end of the day, we have to come to come to terms with the truth. You know, we are the easy W for everybody else when an NFC East rival of ours gets their schedule they can say at least I know I'm going to be going 2 and 14 or 2 and 15 this year cuz I got two games against Washington and our cycle of mediocrity or our standard of mediocrity has just continued to perpetuate under Ron Rivera after 4 years or coming up on 4 years of just of his tenure nothing has changed we are we are the team that can compete against anybody but not well enough to beat them and we are the team that loses or plays down to the standard of whoever we play and we'll find ways to lose those games uh in addition to losing the games against the good op- impo- um, opponents it's just 
And, and to, to make matters worse, particularly for my disdain for the Giants, after four years of Rivera as our head coach, the first half of today's game against the Giants might have been the worst half of football we've played under Ron Rivera. And I know that might seem like a stretch, but think about this. We didn't convert a single fourth down. Against a bottom 10, without question, probably bottom 25% defense in the NFL, we made them look like the 85 Bears. We were rendered hapless and completely neutered against a team that you know was going to relentlessly blitz. Like, how are we suddenly so surprised and shocked that a Wink Martindale unit is going to blitz the living shit out of us? It's like we had never seen it before. We had no idea how to stop a basic blitz. Like, we didn't have any of that a slide protect. Every single every single one of our offensive linemen got, got beat or committed terrible mistakes against this defense. Like, what were you doing all week? Because it wasn't game planning. I ask this question every single week. It takes us the first half of the game to bury ourselves into this hole and like kind of study the opponent for the first half and be like, okay, then we can go into halftime and make adjustments. So if you, that's the way you operate, then what the fuck were you doing all week? Because it wasn't game planning or watching film. Because if it was actually watching film, you would have realized they're going to blitz the living shit out of our out of the worst offensive line in the history of professional football. I shouldn't even say professional football, organized football. There are powder puff teams who genuinely have better offensive lines than we do. It is a joke for a f- franchise with the, the, such a storied history at the offensive line positions that this is the garbage that we're being subjected to every single week. Like these guys suck. It's 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 not it's not armchair quarterback to say that someone is really bad at their job. You can I you can recognize that guy is not doing his job or he's performing at his he's performing his professional responsibility at a very substandard level. And all five of our guys are doing that at a at a flying rate, I might add. I mean, it's you know we we're just I'm just venting at this point for the sake of catharsis, if nothing else. But I mean, like, what, what, what are we supposed to take away? I saw Ron Rivera's uh, press conference after the game where he was like, you know, we'll, we'll build on the good points. What good points? You had over 10 penalties in this game. You allowed a, a team that was basically on the point of, you know, tanking it all so they can secure a top five pick in next year's draft. You let them snap a four-game losing streak. You let them block a field goal for the first time in six years. You let them score two touchdowns when they hadn't scored a single one in a month. Like, what are we What are we supposed to... How as fans are we supposed to continue to devote any emotional bandwidth to a team that just finds ways to look like shit week after week? We didn't convert a third down until late in the fourth quarter. How is this acceptable? How can we say that we're a professional football team when we can't even get past or we can't convert a single series? And meanwhile, the other team, by virtue of the fact that they're undermanned, hasn't blown us out of the water. And again, I'm going to keep coming back to this because it's just one of those things where you're like, how bad are we really? The Bears were an improvement today because Tyson Bagent or whoever their backup quarterback is, he played, uh, granted, against a Raiders team that didn't even have their own starting quarterback. But we we allowed the the Bears, the Bears, to drop 40 points on us on national television. And then, of course, revert right back to form once they're done playing us. It's like, how can we continually continue to be the 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 the, the solution to every other team's problems? 
one way or another, we find different ways or we find we have different guys step up. I'm saying step up in an ironic way to like to play like shit. Charles Leno and Andrew Wiley, as always, were absolute garbage today. Jahan Dotson continues to drop passes. Jamin Davis continues to make mental gaffes all over the field. I mean, I'm just, this is just off the top of my head. Hi, uh, Sam Howell, love Sam Howell to death. Firmly believe that he's a, he's a building block, build, bleh, excuse me, I'm, in my anger, I'm tripping over my words. Building block player, and yet even he had a few passes. There were multiple passes that he sailed, uh, that he just missed, probably because he's in dire you know he's psychologically so damaged from like knowing that he's going to get his brain beat in i genuinely worry for the health and welfare of that guy for the amount of um the amount of beating he takes we continue to play idiot linebackers who are worthless like david mayo because we we somehow feel obligated to put the worst group of linebackers in the nfl on the field week after week what what is this the, the Giants had six... This is their sixth different offensive line combination that they started this year. And we did nothing outside of just hoping that Chase Young would beat their left tackle, who literally, as the, as everyone was saying, was on the couch ten, uh, 10 days ago. We didn't do anything innovative. Think about this. The Giants... The Giants literally we're like all we're gonna do is blitz the living fuck out of this team and and make them beat us we didn't do anything interesting against their makeshift offensive line we did nothing we just went into the game just assuming that our basic ass bland ass cinco package that we keep talking about that doesn't really do jack shit at the end of the day we kept walking into the game saying you guys just go do you man and like and hopefully things will work out we got no idea uh, you know we haven't done anything or a fresh out of ideas like that's that's just I'm just I I'm I'm at a loss for our pure incompetence, our pure stupidity, our pure worthlessness. I mean, at this point in time, we have nothing really to look forward to as fans. This was supposed to be the moist and chewy part of our schedule, and now we're going into Philadelphia. We're going to play New England, and for anybody who thinks you're going to pencil in New England as another W, don't forget that they beat Buffalo today. Then we got Seattle at some point. We got Dallas, who's going to register a hundred sacks and put Sam Howell in the hospital. And then, uh, and then we have what is it? It's the Dolphins and the and the Rams and uh, and the, the 49ers. They're going another game that they're going to register a hundred sacks against us. What what are we playing for? What is what are we supposed to look forward to for the rest of the season? And God forbid anybody even thinks about the postseason. This is a this team is. There's nothing good about this. I mean, at this point, we might as well just play off the string. And there's a bunch of people who are thinking that, like, oh, well, Ron Rivera, you know, his teams usually start off the first month of the, the first month of the season slow, and then you know, October, November, we start picking things up. Guess what? We're almost through October. It's going to be Halloween, basically, in in, in, a, in just over a week. And we continue to lose game, lose games, and lose games, and lose games, and lose games under this regime to teams we should be beating. Should in the as being the 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 operative word here. I got nothing left. I, I, at this point, I might as well just be a Browns fan, even though I have no connection to the city of uh, Cleveland and the state of Ohio. In fact, I don't really like the state of Ohio when it comes to sports. But that notwithstanding, why, 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 why as fans are we supposed to tune in every single game and, and watch this team lose week after week when there's just so many other better things we could be doing with our time? I mean, I'm talking about literally just, you know, watching your neighbor's dog take a shit in the yard or watching grass grow or cement dry or all the other phrases and sayings there are. Because at this point, you know there's no reason to believe this team is going to compete. It is flawed in its construction. It is flawed in its leadership. It is flawed in its mindset. And it's just flawed in every single way. And the only way that we're going to get to where we need to is 
completing the exorcism of the Snyder era and having Josh Harris and company just clean house, clean everybody. You know, I there was a part of me that still kind of to want to keep uh, that wanted to keep Sam, uh, Eric Bieniemy around for Sam Howell's continuity. At this point in time, what does it matter? Because it's uh, you know the Eric Bieniemy honeymoon to me is pretty much over. I don't think we've made somebody made a joke on Twitter and it was, it was very apropos. They're like everyone's like, well, what about Bieniemy? I'm like Bieniemy hasn't made a coaching adjustment since week two. What has he done? What what interesting things have we has he unveiled that we didn't see against the Broncos already? Nothing. So what is the continuity there that we're losing? Unfortunately, if Howell has to learn another system, so be it. I'd rather him learn another system under a coaching staff that actually will will prioritize his safety and well being because the current one sure as shit is not going to do that. That's all I got. I mean, I'm just I I had to rant and I had to vent. You know, the on top of that, the Eagles are beating the 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 Dolphins, and I have to hear about Jalen Hurts over and over and over again. It makes me want to gouge my eyes out with a you know with a rusty uh, sharp blade of some sort. So I'm already in a wonderful mood I'll, between the fact of Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, ball washing nonstop, and then um and and losing to the Giants, the godforsaken Giants today. So uh, if you're a Washington fan and you managed to make it this far, thank you for my catharsis. Thank you for letting me shout and scream because at this point in time, I mean. That's all we got left because hoping that this team is going to be anything different than it's been over the last few years is certainly not going to, you know, is not going to get us anywhere because that's just not the case. So anyway, I'm done tripping over my words. I'm done venting my anger. Um, Thank you so much for listening. And uh, hopefully we continue to do this podcast. If nothing else, maybe it's good for me and I can just get my anger out. But otherwise, um, thank you all for listening. We'll talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Hail to the District podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts.